Welcome to the dot 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 podcast for encouragement, upliftment, and just positive vibes in your day. If it's the first time tuning in, welcome to you. If it's not, thank you for joining in again. Continue to tune in for these and other wonderful episodes in the future. Without further ado, let's see what this episode is all about. This is Season 1, Episode 7, entitled, If He's Brought You to It, Dot, Dot, Dot. If God brought you to it, He'll bring you through it, whatever it is. Can you imagine if you ask someone to help you to do something or to go somewhere and they just left you halfway? Just abruptly leave you to fend for yourself the rest of the way. Well, that's not God. If he says he's going to take you somewhere or he's going to elevate you to be something bigger and better, best believe he's going to do it. He may not do it in the time you expect him to but he will get it done. You know, when you give someone something to do, especially a small child, and you for whatever reason end up doing it for the child instead, did he or she really go through the experience or learned the lesson being taught? If God says he'll do it, step back and allow him. Let him do it. If not, you will remain struggling with it. It's like you have a group project working on and you have several different talents, several different minds, several different ways in which you can do the the, the assignment or the task that you have been given. But someone wants to do it a particular way, right? But the end goal, the end goal is that you're going to get it done, right? Sometimes you just got to let go. I'm not saying you should do nothing, but just allow yourself to be brought to that point where you can be so content with whatever is going on with knowing that no matter what my now looks like my future my then my there is not going to look the same so just know that if he brought you to it there's a good reason so just trust the process I know trust in the process is not easy. It's easy to say things, but it's not easy to do them. But just trust the process. You'll get there. We will get there eventually. So the story of Joseph comes to mind. He got a dream from God of where he was going to be. You know, he was going to be someone of power in a powerful position and his brothers were going to bow down to him. And, you know, it took several going throughs to get to where he is or where he was destined to be. His brothers tried to put him in a pit. They sold him into slavery. He was in the dungeon at the palace and he went through a lot. Joseph went through a lot. Potiphar's wife lied on him. And, 
you know, he got thrown into the prison again. But eventually, eventually, he became what God said he was going to be. He became a man of power, of influence in Egypt. So you just got to know that God will, you know, he will. If he carries you to it, he's going to carry you through it. And if he carries you through it, he's going to carry you to it. Verse of the day. 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 1 to 24. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there would be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the current ravine east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to Carith Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Sometime, sometime later, the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Go at once to Zarephath, in the region of Sidon, and stay there. I have directed a widow to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. So he called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? And she was going to get it. As she was going to get it, he called, and bring me piece of bread, please. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I do not have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me, and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. So went away. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Sometime later the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She said to Elijah, What do you have against me, man of God? Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Give me your son, Elijah replied. He took him from her arms, carried him to the upper room where he was staying, and laid him on his bed. Then he cried out to the Lord, Lord my God, have you brought tragedy even on this widow 
I am staying with by causing her son to die. Then he stretched himself out on the boy three times and cried out to the Lord, Lord my God, let this boy's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's cry, and the boy's life returned to him, and he lived. Elijah picked up the child and carried him down from the room into the house. He gave him to her and said, Look, your son is alive. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is truth. Another story from the Bible came to mind. The story of David and how God brought him to being king and brought him through the process to becoming king. David went through a lot, like Joseph and many other persons or individuals or groups in the Bible, went through a lot of things. But what? David became a great king. His name, his stories are being told even till this day. God came through. God will never go back on his word. So if he says he's going to bring you to this thing, or he's going to elevate you to this position, or he's going to bring you to this place, best believe he's going to do it. He is going to do it because God does not lie. God took David from being a shepherd boy to being, you know, wandering all over the place. He played the harp. He did so many things in the process to becoming king. But he never gave up on the word of God. So you shouldn't too. Because God carried him to it. And God carried him through it. And he became king. The third story that comes to mind is Abraham. Abraham was a man of faith. God loved Abraham's faith because without seeing it, without even thinking about if this going to happen, without a shadow of doubt, Abraham believed everything that God told him. He told Abraham that he's going to be the father of many nations. Abraham didn't ask how you know, even though he would have probably wondered in, in the back of his mind as we would have done as human beings, he didn't question it. He just accepted it. You know, he told Abraham that he and his wife, who was 90 years old, would have a child, you know, and they slipped up in the process, but it eventually came true. They had Isaac, the promised child. You know, God promised Abraham a ram you know he said he would provide for him and he told him to sacrifice that same promised child and right at the point when he was about to dra drive the knife through his only son well not his only son but you know what I mean the son that was promised God provided a sacrifice a ram in the thicket so see with all these examples from the past, from the Bible, shows us that God will carry you to it 
and he'll carry you through it. Whatever you're going through, whatever it is that you don't see right now, he will carry you to it. Don't give up. And just like how God did it for all those people in the Bible, and he has done it for all the people in the past, and he did it for your family, he did it for you, and he will continue to do it for you. We often ask, why me, Lord? Why am I going through this? Why did I go here? Why did I move here? Why did I do that? Why didn't I do that? As many times we ask this question, why me? Let's change. Let's change that and ask, why not me, Lord? Someone needs to go there. Why not me? Someone needs to do this. Why not me? Someone needs to be here. Why not me? Let's not ask, why me? As in a punishment or something bad or something wrong that happened. Let's be positive. Let's turn that around and say, why not me? You know, if not you, then who? If not you, then who? Why not me? Why not? Question. Remember that thing that you wanted, that you needed, you never thought you would have gotten it, and you eventually did? Remember that place that you wanted to go, but you couldn't afford it, or you didn't see the way you would actually get there, and you eventually did? Look at what you're going through now. Have God promised you something, and you are thinking it's not going to come through? Do you really think that God will go back on his word? Hmm. So I just want to remind you today that whatever you're going through, it doesn't matter what it looks like, you know, because have you ever thought about the process of a baby? You, you don't see the baby the whole nine months that it's in the womb but you know that it will eventually come out you, do, you know how it will look when it comes out there are so many people around you that went through what you're going through you're not the only one in the world there are almost 8 billion people in the world today and everyone somewhere in the world had gone through what you went through and someone somewhere in the world, God took them through the same situation you're going through now. So it's possible. It's very possible. There's nothing impossible with God. I mean, even Jesus himself, when he was in the garden and he was praying and his sweat turned to blood and he was talking to God about his purpose that he should fulfill, no um, dying for the sins of mankind. But what did he say at the end? Nevertheless, thy will be done. 
And I think that's what we should say when these doubts, when these these things come to weigh down our minds, is nevertheless, you will trust God because you know he will take you through it. Since he brought you to it, trust he will provide for you there, just like he provided for Elijah and fed him and gave him a place to stay. You know, God sent the raven to feed him. God never starts anything that he won't finish. Give it time. Give it time. All right, all right. Well, that is it for season one, episode seven. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope something there stuck with you. It was encouraging to you. It inspired you. It uplifted your spirits. And it was a positive, positive impact on your life, on your day to day. And continue to tune in to the dot 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 podcast for more of these wonderful, wonderful episodes. Word nuggets of encouragement. Stay tuned for season one, episode eight coming to you. Don't be late. <laughs> Thanks again. And it's Samuels tuning out. Love you so much. Continue to listen and support and be blessed. Peace.
Say, help me to be strong. 